For decades, TV has been an escape from our everyday life. We use reality TV to escape our jobs, children, and most of our responsibilities. Born out of the pandemic with two friends who became co-workers, I'm Greg. And I'm Demetria. Join, Join us, us to, to escape, escape reality. reality. We are back. Hello, everyone. Episode nine. Yeah. Are you feeling fine? Yeah. I'm oh, feeling fine. I feel like we didn't like up our voices a little bit. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> um, how are we doing? I'm doing good in yourself. Living the dream. Don't wake yes. me up. Like this is it, right? Right, right. No. What are you watching it's this Thursday. week? Uh, I watched a lot this week. Um, the usuals, obviously, all the housewives. Big Sky. <gasps> Big Sky. So good. So good. Uh, the tonight maggots. Got- oh, can't. Gross. Um. I got some Station 19 tonight. Oh, you're busy. I am. I, I have my, a lot of TV going on right now. So funny story about maggots. I hate maggots. But it when I was little, course. like, I was in charge of feeding the cats. Mm-hmm. Like, that was my job. And, like, they wouldn't always eat all the food. Mm. And they would, like, they were outdoor. They were yeah. indoor, outdoor, but they were mostly outdoor. And so there was always, like, maggots in the food. And so, like, ever since I've been little, like, I've just been grossed out. And just watching maggots absolutely. in her absolutely. wound. Yeah. I mean. We're not trying to spoil anything. No. But it's but gross. Yeah. No, absolutely. I was. That definitely was a cringe, cringy moment. It was kind of like a light week on everything. Nothing was, like, too deep or heavy this week, I feel. I mean. Hot some, topics are light. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Some things, you know, touched on a little bit no see. But other than that, yeah. 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 Um, starting off with hot topics today. The Kardashians just signed a massive deal with Hulu slash Disney, mostly mm-hmm, Hulu, mm-hmm. to produce content in late 2021. All right. Hey, keep so, going, ladies. Keep so going. Their break is not that much of a break, clearly. Right. Which I mean, we they were just knew, looking for yeah. I mean, the most money. Absolutely. Understandable. And then somehow, like in the filing, they had to release their uh, Forbes got a hold of like their actual net worths right now. Mm-hmm. And I guess Kim's at 780 million. Kylie's at 700 million. Mm-hmm. Keep selling those skims. I mean, <laughs> hey. and the perfumes and Chloe has I shoes did. now. Yes, they're good. Are and they? Let me tell you what. <laughs> good American. I got one of those robes and it is. Which one? The, the skim, oh. it, the cozy. Oh yeah. That's Where did cozy. you get that from? On the online. Oh, A-K-W. okay. Okay. I see you. It was Cozy and it warm. looks cozy. So worth it. So worth it. <laughs> um, in Vanderpump Rules mm. news, Jax. Well, I don't know who you. Depends on who you ask. Right. <laughs> you ask Jax this and Brittany, they quit. Clarified yeah. as of yet. Um, the reports are saying Jax and Brittany were fi- or Jax was fired. Right. Brittany obviously chose to go with him. Yes. Um, they released a statement that says they quit. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Jax's story. Is I'm 41 and, and I'm a father. I, I haven't actually worked yeah. there in four years. Yeah, and I can't yeah. have a pretend job anymore. <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah, I feel that. Well, then, did you see Britney's statement was just copied and she didn't change the pronouns? Right. <laughs> yeah. But then today you read. I today I read that she released a statement saying she they didn't actually write those statements. They were written for them, that and that's what they had to post. So, I, who, whatever. We got. Yeah. Okay. Her side, his side, the truth. Who knows what? Who knows? Like, let's just see these babies. Well, and then there's moving trucks that were moving uh, furniture and stuff out of Sir, supposedly. Mm -hmm. So Mm -hmm. the apparently, like, the new season is just not happening. Yeah. I mean, however, it might focus on Tom Tom. I don't know. I mean, obviously, none of the restaurants are open. No. Yeah. I mean, 
at this point, it's understandable. Like you can't make a show about restaurants and there's no restaurant. Yeah. But I still think they could have kind of piggybacked on what a lot of shows are doing, which is showing what they're doing during the quarantine. But I guess when you're sorting out your like situation of who's even going to be on it. Well, I think also like Lisa Vanderpump kind of took a back seat for a few seasons with BH. And then now right. she's not featured on BH. I mean, let's right. be real. Vanderpump rules exists because they had a Beverly Absolutely. Hills lead in. Absolutely. That doesn't exist. The restaurants don't exist. I mean, I don't know. Like Villa Blanca's closed for good. Yeah. Like where does it start? And I mean, it well, sounds I mean, like it was... might just be a full reboot. Reboot. Of... Yeah. I mean, there was rumors of Vanderpump dogs becoming a show. So Lucy, Lucy, apple juicy. Yeah, I don't know. <laughs> so I don't <laughs> where know. Where is Lucy these days? I don't days? know. I wonder but... if Lucy found a home. I'm sure. Um, we have some OC news. So Tamara fired back against OC on her Instagram stories last night. She is sick and tired of being and, mentioned. Uh, on the and season. she has every right to be. You and are not being paid for that. She wants a check. She, she should get and one. She needs one. She's but, a storyline. <laughs> yeah. Every time. Um, so we'll kind of get into that when we talk about the OC. But Tamara was kind of clearing up stuff said by Shannon and Gina and all that stuff. Um, and then finally on Hot Topics today, Tom has finally responded to Erica's divorce filing. He has asked the judge for her <laughs> to pay his attorney fees. Right? Interesting. He is the attorney. Mm. <laughs> so pay him. Yeah. And then um, also to deny any spousal support. Yeah, I mean, I don't see how that's going to happen. They 21 a, years! Yeah, and they didn't have a prenup. So how do you figure? If I stick it out for 21 years, I better be getting paid. Absolutely. And like I said, without a prenup, that's, I mean, there's just yeah. no way. There's no way. Crazy. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're going to talk about some Potomac. We have Atlanta premiere. We have MTV's Challenge premiere, which was like fantastic. Absolutely. We have OC, we have SLC, and we have Below Deck. Yeah. Is it six? Six That's a lot. How did we get here? I don't know. I didn't even sleep last night. I watched all this TV. Um, So we started with Potomac. Monique is in therapy. Um, She feels like the group has written her off. She feels very defensive. Um, Something that stuck out to me that she's remorseful for her actions, but she's not sorry for defending herself when she felt like she needed to. I don't know if I buy it. I don't buy it at all because you struck first. Well, and I think that, yes, Candace is so annoying. Like the words you're saying, it's aggravating. I get it. And, you know, maybe she is sorry for her actions as far as getting physical because then she was in trouble at the time. However, your body language and her face is in her her <laughs> mannerisms is not telling me you're sorry in any way. Well, it doesn't help that we're seeing a preview of the reunion and she's clearly not sorry. Right. I just, I mean, I don't know if either of them are going to be in the show next. I don't know what yeah, next season I don't know holds. Where, I mean, there's no way to come back from this. I feel like for the two of them. No. So I don't really know what that means. I mean, is now, I mean, they've literally brought it all season long, like right. well, from I mean, episode what, one until absolutely. I just don't know. But that's why I think it's like, at this point, is Monique just going to be seen as liability? Candace as well. Like, she, yeah. you know, I mean, her mouth is always a bit of a problem. So we see Ashley and Michael. Um, they are over Candace. I think Candace is a victim, which we all agree with. No one is disputing that. However, M- Ashley, so everyone now knows that Juan is planning to propose. Everyone right. knows, except for Karen, or Karen does now. Right. Um, and Michael says, I know things 
Mm-hmm. Michael being thirsty as always. Right. Uh, Juan is not going to propose based on everything that I know. Yeah. Well, insinuating absolutely. that there's another woman but is not, how I took but it. But not substantiating any claims. Zero. So there was absolutely I don't want to get no basis. You are a 70 year old man drinking Corona. Yeah. And you, Spill you it. got involved <laughs> when you said it. So well, yeah. And like, just don't say anything. Like, you're just. Uh, it was obnoxious. And then, you know, obviously Ashley's going to ask because I would. Duh. And then he's going to sit there and be like, I'm not going to say anymore. Well, you shouldn't have said anything at all because now that's messed up and you're insinuating something. You're taking something from this moment because now, as we see, Ashley's going into it thinking otherwise. Well, and you're just like, it's gaslighting of the sense like, oh, I know something, but like, right. let's see what happens. Like, yeah. Obviously, they're throwing a party. Obviously, he's going to propose. Right. And what do you really know? When was the last time you sat down with Juan and had a conversation? Like, you're making last assumptions? Last year, the finale or the right, reunion? Right. Yeah. Don't make assumptions. Um. So then we catch up with Robin and Juan. They're at therapy. It was a really good, like, full circle moment for me. Mm-hmm. I felt like we got some, like, inside information to, like, their relationship and everything they went through in the past and the cheating and, you know. Yeah. Neither of them are... Without blame. Like, uh, no, I think it gave yeah. a really good picture of their journey, um, what they've overcome, what we've been through. Because we knew that they had struggles, but we didn't know like the depth of all of yeah. the things and both of their sides. So yeah. you could see how she was saying how she was affected by his infidelities. However, you could also see what he was saying, what brought him to that place. Yes. Which I thought was, I mean, I thought it was good to see and, and them share and also like both take accountability. Well, and then it leads us into the party. Absolutely. Where Giselle, the pants and the shirt. I mean. But more importantly, the neck, the lucite necklace. Like, what was that? You know, I sometimes wonder, <laughs> like, clearly she just beats to her own drum when it comes to clothes. Because I feel like that top with a different pant might have worked. or I would have. Okay, so. Your pant was like crazy, sparkly, whatever, Absolutely. long bell bottoms. It was a lot. Yes. So go with like a simple white shirt. Yes. Like she could a have a, like a, a white a button down. Absolutely. But like Anything. the ruffles and the off the yes. shoulder and the cleavage and yes. the everything. And then Together, like, it's all a Well, lot. and then I'm always, I've always been one for like, like a big earring or like a big necklace, like decide. Absolutely. And like, she was like, oh, I'm just going to like mix and match no. like lucite with no. like, no. The, it was just, it was all a hot mess. I, I don't, yeah. And she's so beautiful. I just wonder sometimes, like, if she knew, like, just simple is so much better. She's such a striking-looking woman that yeah. she doesn't have to do all that. Although it's her taste and it's her choice. And, you know, that's her I feel her like that but... necklace and that top together was fine. With a different like, bottom. With a different bottom, like, yes. no earrings or whatever. Or, like, right. simple earrings. Yeah, because then you have this piece in your hair. Yeah. So then you it have was a just, lot. Oh. Yes. Yeah, oh, it's the, a lot. the hair piece was bad. Yeah. Um... Michael is on one at this party. Like he, I feel like maybe he was jealous. Yeah. That he was losing his boyfriend Juan. I mean. I mean, we all know that he wants to, you know, with his. And I don't, well, I don't know (laughs) if maybe he just, you know, doesn't want there to be a happy couple. And then it just spotlights more their dysfunction. I don't know. But seemed. Off the top, he was just. Jealous. Like he seemed like he was. Yes. Yeah. Absolutely agree. Um, so we see Wendy. I mean, they looked fabulous. Yes. No. I almost wish he would have had like a dark pant. Yeah. 
Like do a black pant and let the white blazer go, you yeah. know? Yeah. I mean, it was a tuxedo blazer. They yes. looked great. They did. They did. Um, everybody looked really, I mean, I thought everybody looked pretty good. And then we see the proposal. Everyone's freaking out. Well, first of all, <laughs> rewind. Before the proposal. Oh, I, let's just, I blacked that out. Let's just quickly segue <laughs> into the fact that. Ashley, this is the time you feel is good as Giselle's like hustling, trying to get this going. And then you feel it's a good time to mention that something is wrong. And Michael said, and it's like, this was not the time nor the place because now then you've involved other people. Well, and like you've taken away from the party, like let it happen. And if it doesn't happen, you're right. Right. And you, you didn't say, I just, I don't. Yeah. Because now you have Giselle all like feathers ruffled. It was, yeah. I was glad it went off and it. What was, was the quote? I wrote at that moment, I thought I was Juan's wife. Wendy did something to like defend. First of all, Wendy <laughs> was more excited than Robin. I thought. <laughs> I've never seen. You could have cut that scene and put in an Oprah's favorite yes, things episode. Absolutely. And these people were for, like, you would have thought they yes, all got a car. Like, you absolutely. got a car. You got a car. Wendy was like, <laughs> da- I mean, that was a dance for. I've I've never. I feel seen like somebody. she was the one who didn't know because Karen. Found I don't out in think Portugal. she did. Yeah, because Karen found out because Giselle had to tell her to chill out, and then yeah. she told Ashley. <laughs> but I don't think it was. I don't think it came up in conversation with the rest. No, I but could you see could that. tell she was overjoyed, and that's like, oh, I everybody needs a friend like that. Yeah, <laughs> I definitely need a friend like I that. I literally thought it was like Oprah's favorite things episode. Oh man, like she was. I, everybody's getting cars. I thought it was her moment. Everybody in here. Yeah. This also almost the bar resembled the bar from season one with Michael and the butt grabbing. Did you notice that? I didn't. No. no. Um, so then Karen arrives. She immediately walks in and she says, I accept your apologies. And like, I know one, no one apologized. No. There was no, there was no, no. apologies, girl. Um, and then she then claims that they missed their dinner reservations and they had to eat at KFC. Ma'am, you didn't even have a dinner reservation. Why would you make a dinner reservation on the opening night of your wig line? I mean, I love me some KFC. Absolutely. I'm not gonna, and I I'm not would never downplay yeah. <laughs> having some. But I mean, let's be realistic. She, she, no. She just wanted to get out of there and get out of the hot seat <laughs> and avoid the questions. And What do you think she got at KFC? I Potato mean, wedges for sure. I'm sure. And some chicken. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm. I mean, her husband seems like a basic biscuit, chicken in a biscuit. I could see that. Uh, absolutely. Mm-hmm. You think you know, she got like an eight piece meal? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> have some for tomorrow. That's, I mean, you have to have a little leftover. Yeah. When she's plotting her new yes. wig line. Yes. How to make it smell like a ladam. And then we get the culmination of the party. Michael goes up to Chris. And taps Chris. Michael, so he said he wasn't going to drink hard alcohol. He proceeds to take shots. Yes, to toast the bachelor to celebrate. party. Oh, yeah, the bachelor Vegas. party. Him and Juan by themselves. No, cameras. no cameras. No cameras. No cameras. No cam- oh, that's not something I want to. I don't think that's something Juan wants. That's disgusting. Um, Michael Darby. Like, Michael Darby, we <laughs> try to give you the benefit of the doubt all the time. And then you make a comment about going to Vegas. With one by yourself without cameras, which right. is just like no fueling the fire, uh, yeah, I, of your infidelity as well as your homosexuality. Absolutely, Get, ugh, he's a mess. I am. So he goes up and he taps Chris on the shoulder and he says, "You need to control your wife." Yes. Now, 
You know, it's a couple of things. One, she was screaming her head off in the middle of this lovely party. But I feel like that could have been done in a totally different way. If he would have went up and tapped him and said, hey, you know, sorry to interrupt your evening. However, <sighs> the women are getting a little heated over there and your wife is screaming. You might want to check. That would be one thing. How but about go up, you're not the guy to no, tell anybody? Absolutely not. But if you felt you absolutely had to make a comment because things were getting escalated, there's ways to do things. That was not it. <laughs> so Chris pushes him back. Yeah, well, he told which, him you need to get the fuck out of my face. I mean, and then uh, Chris Bassett would destroy Michael Darby in about three and a half clearly. seconds. Clearly. Um, I don't think that Chris got physical. I think Chris was just like, you're in my space. Here's the thing. And this is like, I am reactive sometimes. If my back is to you and you're going to tap me, A, you're belligerent, but you're going to tap me and then you're going to like yell at me. Something that like, I think you made a good point. Like Chris didn't understand the situation. Exactly. So you were telling me what to do, but I don't know what you know. Right. I think you're just saying something derogatory about my wife. Which is bizarre. Yeah. Absolutely. So they get into it. Michael loses it. Yes. He goes off on anybody within a one mile radius. Yeah. He was calling his lawyer. Meanwhile, yeah. the Hugers says this is beneath them, and they've grabbed their coats. They're going. Back to where the- do you think they went that night? Back to KFC. <laughs> Maybe like a Wendy's. Ooh, a Wendy's for oh, Wendy. I love that. Oh, that JB cheese. It's so delicious. Um, there's no Wendy's in Marin. It's really no. unfortunate. They replace it with El Pollo Loco. I mean, I don't mind an El Pollo Loco. No, me neither. But I just absolutely love a frosty. Um, so then Michael storms into pr- the production room. Which is like nothing I've ever seen before. No. And you're not doing your jobs. You like losing and thank it. God Ashley is telling him you're embarrassing me. Like you're finally telling this guy to stop being a jackass. I mean, how like how do you continue to be on the show from here on out? I don't get it. I I mean you're I don't know I don't know how any of this continues. Obviously, like this reunion in itself, I don't know how anybody's going to get it. It was 11 hours. That's what I'm saying. I don't know how they're going to continue from this because clearly there's so much tension. Yeah. I just don't know. But Andy said, Andy said, there is no cast shakeups on no. the plan. Oh, well, I mean, yeah, I, I don't know. I don't know. Anything else about Michael Darby? Seven year old man. God bless you, Michael Darby. Do your job. I hope you get it together. In the rain. I mean, Ashley finally was just like, I'm out. I'm going yeah, inside. but then here, clearly, you, yep. uh-huh. you, you turn around and now you're pregnant again. So clearly you're not handling it. And they're things. better than ever. Yeah. Okay. Back on track. Um, so we get one final interview with Monique. Again, zero remorse. <laughs> she yeah. says all charges were dropped because the judge said it looked mutual. I, which is fine. Did. Yeah, drop, drop the charge. Like the charges weren't, the charges are not my issue. I don't care about anyone's charges or counter charges or any of this stuff. I care about you not taking responsibility for your action. Absolutely. Um, So we have a three-part reunion, I believe. Yeah. Yeah. Andy had, like, teased maybe a four-part. It sounded like the internet was, like, absolutely not. We don't need four hours of this. Um, But we will see. I imagine the first part's going to be very quiet until the very end, and then we'll get, like, that cliffhanger ready for uh, episode two. I'm ready for it. Um, anything else on Potomac? This is it. This is our season five. No, I mean, 
I'm my hopes and dreams is next season will not be monopolized by one event and we could just have consistent, exciting things to watch. Yeah. I mean, I think they did a good job though, like unlike Beverly Hills, they didn't like that. Yes, we harped on it, but you know, we had an engagement, we had a trip, we had several other things. But every occasion ended up in some sort of altercation or confrontation about this. Very topic. Not the wig party. Oh, sort of. Yeah. Yeah. Everything. <laughs> I mean, this is what started this fight is yeah. that they started talking about the invites and the messages and this and that. And then it yeah. escalated. And then Candace is screaming her head off. We didn't even, I mean, we didn't even touch on that. Like a call versus a tech. I don't even yeah. know. Like, I don't know yeah. what to believe. Or yeah. Who to believe. Absolutely not. Um, so we launch the brand new season. What season is this? 12, 11, something crazy of Atlanta? 13? No. No. Um, 11, I want to say 11. 12. 11, 12. 12. Yeah. It's a lot. Um, so we launch mid-pandemic, mid-Black Lives Matter. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, the interviews to me were like very striking, very, like I liked it. Like it was. It was real. Yeah. I liked that they were raw about their emotions and where they were and what was going on and how they were feeling. Yeah. And it was, it wasn't fluffed. It wasn't too dark. It was just very like, yeah, let's do these interviews. Let's where are we at? Absolutely. Type situation. Agreed. Agreed. Um, Cynthia has people in her driveway for lunch. So Candy comes over Marlo. Mm -hmm. Um, They were expecting Kenya, but she's been a no show lately. What was Cynthia wearing? It certainly was. It should have, in my opinion, it was some sort of a, a robe that she turned into a dress that would absolutely not serve that purpose. I and thought, should never be worn outside of your driveway. I thought it was a bathing suit cover up, and I think that she forgot the bathing no, suit. No, I felt like it was some sort of like I don't know. I mean, titty out, nipple out, like walking yeah, through. Well, oh, I mean, it's out! Like, how do you not know it's out? Yeah, and all through lunch, like I'm trying to eat. <laughs> um, Marlo shows up. She tempts everybody. Marlo drops. Good old Marlo. One of my favorite lines Good so far. Portia Luther King <laughs> is out there fighting for justice. Um, I'll be interested to see like Marlo without Nini. Like it'll be kind of oh, interesting to see how I she like stands on her own. So much. This it's- episode was weird for me. Like. Uh, I don't want to say I'm not going to watch it. No, no, I'm going to watch. But I definitely missed the spark of Nini. Absolutely. And I think like anytime I think of a one-liner or I think of like. Yes. It's all Nini. It's all Nini. so much life. I just, when I watch it, I look forward to hear what she's going to say, what she's going to say about other people. (laughs) And we talked about this last week. It's like, we weren't sure who's going to step up. And I don't know if anyone stepped up yet. Not yet. No. I mean, I feel like, yeah, watching Marlo measure the distance between the seats is all entertaining. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) She goes, oh, I'm going to need 10 feet with that that titty out. (laughs) Uh Uh-uh, not today. Seriously. Um, Interesting lunch. Yeah. My, we were doing like a driveway brunch for a while, but like, it's just like, you're yeah. still interacting somewhat. No, true. Um, we see Kenya. She's oh, gained 30 pounds. Good God. Let me just I, say. I don't know how tall she is, but that was, looks like a lot of 30 pounds. Um, it all in the face, like in her, in her. The flashbacks did not do her justice. No. Cause you were getting like a side by side of like, Oof. yes. And it's just like, you know, she's always had a little bit of problematic skin and yeah. And that's I'm totally get it because I've been there, but the cover up, like the the 
foundation maybe wasn't right. I don't know. All of it together. She couldn't sit up her dress. It just yes, the whole yeah. thing. I was just like, it was rough. Wow, this is a lot. Like, embrace it. I, you know, I've definitely put on the quarantine fifteen. However, I'm going to try to cover it and flatter, like it flattering clothing or yeah. something. But she carries it a lot in her face, so you could definitely see it. On top of, of course, she's going through a lot, and she yeah. looked very unhappy and miserable in some of those interviews. Um, it, it seems like she's going through a lot. I, I felt for her and I don't, and I'm not a fan. I don't love yeah. her, but I, I felt for her. I just don't like, I don't buy what she's selling. Yeah. I mean, you've been married for three years. It's been a tumultuous two and a half of them. Like I don't. Absolutely. Um, so she talks about her New York trip. Um, she says that he's essentially verbally abusive. She said, his, I would completely his, believe it. His insults feel like abuse. Absolutely. I mean, just from last season, watching how he talked to her at the bowling alley and like talked down to her and yeah. all of the, just the way. Ken. Yeah. Ken. Okay. Ken. Ken. That's enough. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, see, this is where Nini would be like, I love me some Ken. Yeah. I don't like Kenya, but I love me some Ken. <laughs> Absolutely. Um, the attorney says she's got two options, a custody agreement or divorce. Yeah. But now she's on Instagram saying they might be reconciled. Like she's just. You know, it's really hard. I, I, and I completely understand when you have a child, you want it to work so badly because you want to be a family. You don't want to bring a stranger into the situation and have to make sure this person's right to be around your child. Like there's a lot of moving parts, but anytime abuse is brought up and anytime you feel abused, there's not a reconciliation around that. Well, and like, how are you going to frame him in this light on national television with yeah. 2.6 million viewers, whatever it is that Atlanta is the most rated. Right. But how are you going to do that? And then like, come back from that. Absolutely. <laughs> and I yourself. love that attorney that that attorney was like, no, let me tell you, like, have you been tested? Good, Get yeah, away from me. <laughs> all good things. Yeah. But I definitely think that, you know, the bottom line is any time you bring up abuse and the seriousness that surrounds it, um, is really hard to receive when you then want to act like everything's great yeah. and you're all wonderful. For sure. Uh, we see Portia, her and Dennis are protesting. I love it. I mean... Portia is finally <laughs> taking her namesake out there. Like, I, I love that they showed the Underground Railroad Yes, clip. she's come a long way. I wish they would have shown the clip with her and Nini. I will never forget this for as long as I live. And she's like, I'm here doing like the Hosea Williams yes. project. And, you know, we got to learn how to feed people more than just 265 days a year. Absolutely. But because <laughs> those like, 265 days. And Nini was like, I think it's 365. <laughs> um, it's just like, it's interesting to see her come into her own and Absolutely. her activism outside of like her family. And I think that that's for me, the biggest piece of what's gone on and what we've experienced is that at this point, everybody says like, what can I do? Yeah. Uh, we meet up with Candy, her and Riley. Riley's looking very done up. Yeah. She's with grown up now. She's grown eyelashes up. Eyelashes and the, ma- like she was like, she's on her way to New York. She's stepping it up. Um, she has a Porsche. Mm-hmm. Must be nice. Mm-hmm. Um, we hear about her dad and she's just not really not interested in, Seeing him, he's let her down so much, all this stuff. Absolutely. Candy says he owes her 100 grand. I mean, Candy might be like the richest poor person I've ever seen. Like, Absolutely. Like, she makes money in every different avenue. But no matter how much money she makes, 
She's still getting by, she says. Absolutely. And on top of that, irregardless of how much she has, he is responsible as the other parent for paying that money. Because it's, She should write a sequel to Don't Be Tardy and get paid. I mean, she should, but she won't. <laughs> she's, like, she's got way too much going on. But on top of that, that money is Riley's. It's not Candy's. Yeah. It's for the child. And she's right. Like, if she had that money, she could take it with her to New York. I just have a hard time like looking at you and your $2 million Atlanta home with your daughter and a portion of the stuff. And you're claiming that like you're getting by. I mean, I, who knows with yeah. all of the things that they have their hands in with the restaurants and the pandemics and, yeah. you know, I mean, who knows, but like I've always said, doesn't matter how much you have at some point he had millions of dollars as well. And yeah. it should have been his obligation and responsibility, and he should have wanted to take care of his daughter. Block probably just wants to get off the show. Like he's like, I just don't want to be mentioned on the show. Absolutely. Block so, is the Tamara of Atlanta. Absolutely. Sign that check. <laughs> like, and please then stop there talking about it. me or pay me. Sign the check, and nobody will say a thing. Uh, um, she doesn't wash her own car, so Todd actually washes the car while she talks to Candy. Yes. But she was supposed to wash the car. I mean, in that jean skirt, you weren't intending no. on washing anything. Um, we see Kenya. She has the women over. She's putting in a pool out of spite mm-hmm. because Mark did not want a pool. Well, it's not Mark's house. It's not. So Mark has zero rights go to ahead anything on and get besides that pool. Have a Brooklyn. Yeah. Um, she talks again about her New York trip and how in the hotel they're great, and then once they like get on his territory. Everything kind of flips, which I mean, obviously that's like the MO of an abuser, right? Like absolutely in public, we're gonna look like everything's fantastic. And then yes. when we're alone, I'm gonna abuse the shit out of you. Absolutely. That's how this goes. Um, Cynthia and Mike, I don't care about the wedding. There's so many bigger things in the world. Absolutely. Like you know, here's my and thing. she's had that was my thing. <laughs> the most if, ridiculous wedding. If you have never had a wedding. <sighs> I could totally understand your desire. However, we have seen a lot of people in this time have to cancel their weddings and still go ahead and have a little backyard ceremony yeah. and get married. And so they have that significance of that Adapt day. or wait. Your call. Yeah. But I could understand where Mike was coming from. Wait, didn't from. she have a vow renewal too? Yes. How long were her and Peter together? Like, not very long. But the thing is, is that... I understood where Mike was coming from because it's like, it's not the wedding. It's the marriage. Yeah. The wedding is one day. The marriage is the union. So who cares who's there and who cares what it looks like? If you want to be with me, let's just get married. And I, I totally felt him. I mean, okay. So for you in this situation with mm-hmm. the date, the 101020, the perfect yes. date, would that be more important than the wedding? Absolutely. Really? Okay. Absolutely. Because it's, I, I have had a wedding. The day in itself goes so fast that the all the work you put into it, like you hardly enjoy it. You don't even it. see 200 people, no. 250 people. And you sorry. hardly enjoy it. And you're trying to just make sure you've had some food and like all these things happen. But at the end of the, like when that's over and it's a blink of an eye, you're married. Yeah. And then you build and that's the partnership. That's the important part. So if the day has a significance, then that's all that matters. Just yeah. we can decide. Go to the if the day's significant, matter. get married. Yes. On that day. If the day's not significant, get married when this is over. Have the day, have a ceremony with just your kids and your family or whatever you want to do. And then later have that blowout if that's what's important to you. Well, and he's just confused. So he actually said, if people can't be there, you don't want to do it, which makes that's him feel crazy less. To me. Yeah. Like you're not doing it for us, you're doing it for them. Absolutely. Yeah. 
But you've already done this. Right. And that's the thing. Like, you have had how many And her ridiculous dresses? to Peter was ridiculous. Yes. Yes. But that's the whole thing. Yeah. You've seen, you've done this and you've seen this. So what, what's the problem? That was my whole thing. I well, didn't know get they it. get married. Obviously. With a ton of people. Yes. <laughs> um, and then we wrap up. Portia actually flies to Kentucky. Kentucky. Mm-hmm. Um, and we see her get arrested, which we already knew from social media. Um, she gets released and then she just wants to go home. She wants to be with PJ. Mm-hmm. Who's getting cuter, thankfully. Absolutely. She's cute. It was some, there were some rough newborn months there. Demetria. I mean, there's always something. that's that's normal. <laughs> I mean, not on my end. Babies but... have to come into their look. And sometimes <laughs> you take pictures and they have certain looks, and it's like, don't make that face. Yeah, don't look like Dennis. I mean <laughs> Well, you know. Poor Portia's old face. No. I I don't know. <laughs> we don't know what that looks I like. I don't know. Um, jumping into below deck. So below this was interesting to me because there was a lot of online chatter about mm-hmm. Rachel losing her shit about the caveat. She's aggressive. She is aggressive. However, I mean, you have been in uh, hundreds of kitchens. Completely. And I've been, I mean, I had a chef who a burger was late and he threw oil. Mm. Oh, you know, Matt. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> threw oil over the line because he was pissed off about a burger. I mean, I don't think her anger is misdirected. I think you ordered ridiculous caviar. You think you have the caviar. You're going to go about your day. And that is just the piece that like sets off. Yes. I mean, cooking and all that is so time sensitive. I mean, I get it. Yes. And especially something that expensive. Yeah. Um, That if it was bought and then it's just lost, like that's a huge thing. Well, she just got the wrong one. Right. But, you know. Are I- you like, I don't, I'm not, I don't. I've had caviar. I don't get it. It's not my thing. What is the, I don't, yeah. I don't, I don't like any of, I just, that's not, <laughs> no, that's not my thing. Sorry, what were you saying? I'm not that fancy. The, the angry chef? No, I was just saying like, <laughs> I understand being frustrated and we've all had those walk-in moments of just like trying to find that Oh, I've said some horrible need, things in a walk-in. But my God, like, <laughs> it just was so aggressive. It was like, this lady is lo- about to kill someone for <laughs> real, like. Someone might actually, there might be a murder. <laughs> Good thing she's like in international water. So like she'd have to like get yeah, back to dog. True. Um, so then we see Shane. He's just so sad. Oh, Shane. Um, so he is taking. So Izzy told him last episode that like, you got to step it up. You're on the chopping block. Mm-hmm. So he took that as like a way for him to step it up, which <laughs> I just feel like he can't get out of his own way. No, I mean. Well, and it, first of all, let's start here. He's clearly not qualified to do this. Job. No. This is like you just woke up and decided you might want to try this. What's that? And then what are you doing? We're what does that weigh? Like, a million pounds? No, 400. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> like you clearly th- were not prepared to just uh, jump on a super yacht and no. do this job. And then you make it worse with your shenanigans, like taking <laughs> naps and stuff that you should be actually <sighs> out there trying to learn how to do this stuff. I just like being in service for so long and like being, as you know, like there's people who just aren't cut out mm-hmm. for jobs. And like Shane is just not no, this cut is out not for, this. for him. He might be good on the interior. Like he could, I could almost see him yeah. like serving guests and like being personable. He'll make sure the paper straws stay. Up yeah. I just, <laughs> he's got to see the turtles. I just don't think that like this manual labor no. and like the, his legs hurt all the time. Like he's just always something is wrong. 
He's very sad. I just don't. So James actually has one of my favorite lines in the episode. He looks at Izzy and he goes, this is your fault. You told him to step it up. And now he like won't stop asking us questions. Like now he wants to do a good job. Well, he's because now he's figuring out he actually has to learn what he's doing. Like he's just messing everything up. <laughs> and so he better learn it or you're going to have to get off this here. Yeah. Oh, bye Shane. Yeah. I can't see this ending well for you, Shane. I'm sorry. Um, so Captain Lee has to give, yeah, go. By the way, <laughs> he was on Watch What Happens Live. Oh, Shane was? Yes. What did he have to say? So Andy <laughs> played this game like regret, like do <laughs> you regret or not was the basis. <sighs> and so he brought up the sleeping thing. Uh-huh. And Andy was like, do you regret taking a nap when yeah. everybody was working really hard and it's tired and you did this? And he's like. A six hour nap. Right, which is not a nap. That's a sleep. Yeah. You did a sleep. And he danced around it to where even Andy was pissed because he kept going, well, I don't regret it because I was tired. But I mean, obviously, <laughs> it didn't look seeing good. like it didn't look. Yes. And Andy's like, so do you regret it? Andy hates that. Just give him Andy. He, Andy wants a yes. straight answer no matter not what it is. One. Yeah. And then to where James said, that's how I feel. Oh, I'm it was not- James and Shane? Uh, it was Shane and... I'm sorry, it was Shane and Rachel. Rachel. So then Shane said, finally. Did she threaten to castrate anybody? <laughs> no, but he finally said, I'm no longer, I, I, that's all I have to say about this. And Andy was like, but it's not all you have to say about it because yeah. did you regret it or not? Like he would not really address it. Interesting. It was crazy. I just had to say. Oh, that. Shane. Shane's got to go. RIP, Shane, RIP. Um, Captain Lee then has to take the group on a tour. It's double edged. So the group wants to go on a tour. Yes. But also, Captain Lee has to stall because the caviar is not back Correct. yet. Which, people, this is why we love Captain Lee, and this is why we hate Captain Sandy. Mm-hmm. Because he is awesome. Like, the this best. is my joystick. It's kind of small, but, yeah. you know, like, yeah. that's why He's Captain Lee's best. great. Um, Absolutely the best. And then he finally sits down to dinner. The caviar arrives. We bring it out. All the accoutrements. Yes, yes. Um, the food looks incredible. Like she's great. I no, mean, I mean, once I mean, that's the thing. You can't take that away from her. The she food. might be the best mm-hmm. chef. I mean, Hands Ben down. Ben is good, no, but is. I think she's more refined. Yes, and yeah. she takes so much pride in it. You could. Oh see, my gosh! Like I, I, I want to sprinkle a little bit of caviar on top of the the lobster bisque with the homemade brioche. Like what? Go by. Yeah, no. She I is, want that brioche. By yeah, the way, no, she <laughs> got to give that to her. She's got the mouth on it. Mm-hmm. But like the best chefs are like that, right? Absolutely. They're so serious about it that Absolutely. when something goes wrong, they just lose it. And they're passionate about their food. Um, so then we see this wine pour, which I've never seen before. Have you seen this? Uh, no. So you fill a not. decanter. A you fill a decanter with uh, hopefully not, maybe you could do white, maybe it's only red. I don't know. Oh, that was a I feel like it, I just, it was giving me anxiety. So then you drink as long as possible, but then you have to decant it as far away from yourself as possible. So the farther you get, the more longevity you have in life. Mm -hmm. But the longer you drink, the more prosperity you have in life, the more you drink. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. So you're supposed to like have this decanter super out and like you're funneling it into your mouth essentially. Mm. Yeah, I didn't like any of that. How would you do with that? I wouldn't because it was such a mess. I was having so much anxiety. They're all wearing white. It was a white party. Yeah, you're all wearing white. He already told you the floor will be stained by this. And wine is just going everywhere. And it's expensive wine and you're wasting yeah. all the things I don't like. 
waste. Um, these guests, I think, were worse than the 20-year-olds. They were running <laughs> around the place. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing, and I think I said this about the 20-year-olds, is that the expectations of a 20-year-old are way less than a 50-year-old, obviously. Mm-hmm. And so, like, you probably have to do way more work with the 50-year-olds because they want to be entertained all the time. Where the 20-year-olds like, leave Absolutely. us alone, we'll just get us drunk. Absolutely. Agreed. So, Elizabeth, what are your thoughts? Elizabeth forgets the guests upstairs for 28 minutes, according to production. You know, yeah. I mean, this is the, the job is service. It's exceptional service. So, if they tell you, don't forget about us, come <laughs> back. You come back. Like, that's just... I feel like if she spent half the amount of time harping, if she spent half the amount of time with the guests that she did harping on how she's treated, mm-hmm. she would be a much better server. But she's missing the point. She's being treated like that because she's <laughs> not giving the exceptional service that is required. But then for you're her. harping on it and right. you're not giving the service because you're still harping on it. Right. No. Well, I don't like the way I'm being treated. Well, like, well, you're being treated that way because you're not doing your job. And let me just tell you, that would have been a way worse conversation if Kate was oh, yeah. your chief stew. I mean, Kate would just... Well, see, here's what... Kate wouldn't even give her the chance. No. Kate would be like, just go down yeah. to cabins and I'm going to do the rest. Yeah. Like, Kate doesn't give you the chance. I feel like she's giving her... What do they call her? They call her Sessa or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, Francesca. Yeah. She's giving her... Ample opportunity to prove herself. But she's failing but she's at every, yeah, every, every time. step. Which takes us back to Shane. Oh, God. Shane. Um, Shane is then an hour. So he is very tired. Maybe he has like narcolepsy. He was very tired. <laughs> Maybe. The night before. So he fell asleep FaceTiming his girlfriend. And didn't plug in his phone. And his phone died. So his alarm didn't go off. So Eddie woke him up an hour plus late. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And he goes upstairs. I mean, at that point, I mean, here's the thing. I know how that feels. Absolutely, we've all had that. Yeah, because like you're like you really want to do a good job, and you literally just can't get out of your own way, right? And he can't. I no. mean, no matter what he does, it, like like James was saying, this is the worst time for you to wake up late. Yeah, like, the worst day for you to do that. <laughs> um, they get a pretty good tip, though. I mean, they got mm-hmm. sixteen hundred each, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, and then we end the episode with Captain Lee and Eddie calling Shane to the bridge. Yes. I don't think Shane makes it. I don't either. Because if you look at the cast dinner that they did a preview for the next episode and they're all around the table and I don't think Shane's there. Yeah. I don't think Shane should be. I think that it's time. I mean, well, and it's kind of telling when he says, are you better off with him or without him? Well, (laughs) and the bottom line is it's becoming dangerous. Yeah. Like every time you dock this yacht, you have an incident. Oh, the ropes. Yes. Like every time there's something, this is just now becoming a huge liability. I just don't, I mean, he's just not getting it. No, no. And uh, you could see, like, he's trying to write the notes and he's trying to understand, but it's like, you're, you're too, bu- you're late. This is be, on late. Do- be on deck by 1300. And he's right. like, you have two minutes. Like I have four minutes. He's yeah. like, no, you have two minutes. Just go. Like, yeah. why are you? Yeah. And no. I think also like, oh, we've had, we've all had those employees when it's like, oh, you have four minutes. Like, no, I told like, why is this even an argument? Like just be on dock early. Absolutely. If you're on time, you're late. If you're early, you're on time. Like, right. get it together. Yeah. In that kind of a situation, that's absolutely the attitude you have to adapt to. Insane. Yeah. Want to get into some Bachelorette? Absolutely. Um. So we <clears throat> pick back up. I feel like all of oh. us, like, we pick back up. Yes. So 
We pick back up with Bennett versus Noah. I was tired of Bennett versus Noah. By I don't. This. I can they both? I thought I was. I was like praying that she was going to send them both home. Absolutely. And my biggest thing I took away from this was <laughs> we had this giant conversation about EQ, mm-hmm. emotional mm-hmm. intelligence. Yes. Which why don't we call it EI? Which is just weird to me, but whatever. So we have this giant conversation about emotional intelligence. Bennett gets sent home. Tasha gives him this like. She felt very torn. It felt very torn to me. Absolutely, which surprised me because I wasn't aware that she was that into him like that. Yeah. I mean, he- I mean, he was a front runner for a while. Like he, the yeah. he won like the robe thing. Remember, no, like yeah. he was all like he but, was there. You know, I just I don't know. I I was like, oh, okay, she's really like that torn and upset. Yeah. Like okay. But I loved that she then established to Noah, like, uh-uh, don't be smiling. Like, you're Well, that not- was my thing. So we just had this thing about emotional intelligence. Right. And she walks back in and you're like smiling like a schoolboy, like you just won in kickball. Which is exactly what Bennett was trying to <laughs> yeah. do. You. Like self-awareness. And she's like, I don't, this isn't a victory for you. I don't know why. And I thought like, that's why at that moment, like, but then he's, I mean, we will get to that, but he still gets a row somehow. He doesn't Ugh. get the rose right then. So mad about that. Um, I think that, do you think the present hurt or helped Bennett? <laughs> hurt. Because when she said, what is that? What's in the box? And then no. they, yeah. What's in the box? And then they explained, and then he explained what it was. You could see her wheels turning like, okay, this is this guy. I don't know. I mean, Bennett killed it when like they went one-on-one. He was like, I mean, well-spoken example. Like he was just like, I felt like, his one-on-one with her was way more yes, no, and and logical than her one-on-one with yes. Noah. Yes, I think that she just was at a place where she knew she had to get rid also, of one Noah's of them. Noah's not cute. No, but I think that she just was in a place where she knew she had to get rid of one. And Bennett, you know, she ha- like he does. He is condescending at times. Yeah, and that is you know something that you don't want to deal with. So I think she just went with that, not feeling hundred percent sure, which yeah. she should have just kept him and got rid of Noah because. That's what I would have done. To send them both home. Yeah, absolutely. Bye. Absolutely. Um, so we have a cocktail party. We lose Damar. Uh, first of all, <laughs> let me just say, uh, to- the total devastation I felt when Ed left. I love Ed. I definitely wouldn't have made that choice myself. <laughs> you are going to get rid of Ed over Noah? Yeah. And Spencer? And Spencer. What? So, Okay. Uh, so we lost Damar, Spencer, and, DeMar. and, and Ed. And yeah. DeMar, yeah, they were all good. Uh, Damar yeah. was a good, Damar yeah. was like a good guy. He was, he was. But I I'm think not, he was like friend zoned from yeah, the beginning. Yeah, I'm not undercutting. Yeah, him. He's uneasy. So, Tasha was on Ellen, and Ellen was like, "I'm gonna and I'm gonna ask you these like random questions. You have to answer right away." So the first question was, "Who was the best kisser?" And she said, "Multiple." Hmm. And then she said. Who did you have the most awkward conversation with? And she like did not skip a beat. And she was like, Spencer. Okay. So we clearly didn't see it, but right. something transpired between them that was like awkward. Yes. Yeah. Okay. okay. But I could see that like he was very like surface level. Yeah, yeah. He wasn't deep. No. Not like Ed and his face Ed masks. Call me Ed. Really? He's kind of short. I don't care about that. He's <laughs> You're the smart. same height laying down. No, I mean, he's smart and he's handsome. I thought it was funny. Like, I, I, I really liked Ed. I mean, I guess it's good she didn't pick him because he's available. Yeah. So Ben gets a solo date. How do you, What are your thoughts on Ben? I like Ben. 
You're not like, um, so the internet is in love with Ben. I, I, I like Ben a lot. Um, I think that he is so super sweet and cute and all of those things. There's a lot going on there. Um, I think that for me, I'm such a like communicator and a talker and I need to always know yeah. what you're thinking. And he it, like, she has to pull it out. Yeah. And that for me is hard. Well, it sounds like it's like partially family, but it's also military. And it's, oh, yes. and, yeah. It's Between, kind of like a you know, the eating disorder and the military. I mean, Ugh. all of the things like he has a lot yeah. to unpack. And if you're constantly trying to pull it out of him, like how long is it going to take for us to get to where we understand each other? And like, that might've been the cutest date we've seen. Yes. Yes. Justice for easy. Easy should have had the scavenger hunt date. Everybody. Yeah. Easy. You shouldn't. I mean that. Um, so there was a funny meme. I don't know if you saw it, but it was Claire was like, no one's ever told me that I love you. And it was a picture of easy. And he's like, bitch, please. Like I, I told you <laughs> I was there. Oh, poor easy. Um, so really cute scavenger hunt. They find clues, whatever. They mm-hmm. get to dinner. She actually says something. She's like, you're just like too perfect. Like nothing's wrong. And then he opens up. I mean, he right. barely opened up. It was like a struggle. That's what I'm saying. I, I feel would, like there was like three commercials filling. in between him. Like, like, just tell just me. Just say what the <laughs> Like, just say it. Um, so this is horrible, but he attempted suicide twice. Oh. Once in 2018, once in 2019. Right. Um, I, but... <sighs> You should have your thoughts before I do. <laughs> My thing is this. Those are all very serious things that he has had to go through. I mean, being a veteran and things that come along with that, um, you know, the eating disorder and the body image issues. And then, of course, growing up, feeling like you have to constantly be perfect would contribute to all of these things to where you just become broken for a multiple reasons. It seemed like he just had a struggle a couple of years, you know, Um Financially, mentally, all of it. And I can totally understand and relate. However, there there also is pause. Because I would be concerned if I don't pick you and this doesn't work. Is this going to push you into a dark place that like I don't want you to be in? I don't want to. I, I would be terrified. You don't want that burden. Like, yeah. Absolutely. Even I would 10 years down the road, if it doesn't work because out, is pushing. that his yes. option? Like, yeah. I'm pushing you and pushing you and pushing you to open up and tell me everything and fall in love. And then I pick someone else and you are now totally open and vulnerable. Like, how, are you in a place that you can recover? Well, I definitely there needs to be a larger conversation about, like, how you got to that point before right, they would move forward. Yes. My concern is... Oh, my sister saved my life, but she doesn't know it. And now everyone's going to know because I said it on camera. I didn't want to say it on camera. I don't. Well, yes. I just feel like. Okay. So I didn't buy the whole, we talked about this last week, but the whole like nudity art piece, whatever. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. It just felt like very like last ditch effort, which didn't like add up to me. Mm -hmm. And this felt the same way. Like everything he does is like. If you don't do this, you're going home. So he does it. Right. But it's but not. That's the thing. That's what I'm saying. I feel like it's like pulling, yeah. pulling, pulling teeth just to get him. But to... like, if that's the relationship you're planning on, no, like I every couldn't. time you have to pull it out of him every single time you want to go through this, like that's not. And then on top of that, your next concern is, is he going to always act like everything's perfect and it's not? And then you <laughs> yeah. don't even know if there's something wrong with him yeah. because he acts like everything is perfect and wonderful. And I would be worried that like we couldn't have real bad days, like just real. Or moments. you don't actually know what's going on inside of his head right. until you pull it out of him. Right. 
no, I, I see the, yeah. all the concern, of course. But uh, I think that that's maybe, you know, hometowns will pull that out a little bit, being with the family and being able to have these conversations. Maybe yeah. we'll find out a little more about why he's that way. So we get to a group date. It's called The Truth Is. Um, they all have to go through the lie detector. Tasha does it first to like show them whatever. Um, we have the most boring host. So I actually forgot JoJo was there. So when yes. she walked into the men's area, whatever room, I was like, what? Oh, oh yeah, I forgot JoJo is yes. currently subbing. Why is she hey, here? Hey, JoJo. She's terrible. Um, so Brendan's family questions are inconclusive, which makes sense because he talked about like the mm-hmm. divorce and how his family is handling it and like right. all this stuff. Right. Um, Zach cheated. Have you ever cheated? He said yes. Riley. <laughs> what is is your name? What is your name? Devin Riley Christian. It was like, mm, no. It's like that wasn't his name. Okay. So, <laughs> okay. Um, first off, <sighs> I had a hard time following that. Like when he was explaining everything and like what he was saying. And I, I think I was like, I had to watch it twice to really understand like what he was saying. And basically, so the lie detector and the cocktail party. Yeah. Okay. Yes. Yeah. I basically, my understanding was, and I could be wrong. His father took him and his brother from his mom mm-hmm. um, without just cause. Uh-huh. And then as he got older, he realized that he wasn't okay with what happened. So he changed his name. I mean, okay. So I thought it was going to be like, my dad's a Zodiac killer. Yes, <laughs> like, right. I thought it was right. going to be like, oh, yes. he murdered yes. 17 people on the i-90 like whatever yes i thought it was uh, definitely gonna be something super so serious. it sounds like his dad kind of sequestered them away from the mom but if you remember in the show yourself creative challenge yes. whatever he said my mom asked me why i want to love my children and he said because i never received love as a, as a children as a child right so he has like family issues there but it sounds like until 21 or 22, his dad passed. Right. And then he reconnected with his mother. What I took from it is that he probably took her last name. Okay. But yeah, I was just unclear. Devin Riley is not Dwayne. I don't I don't know how we his name is Dwayne Henderson Jr. Right. So technically you didn't lie if you legally changed your name. But I guess he blames himself for cutting off his mom. But then but he, he didn't, didn't have remorse in the previous right but uh, but he didn't because he was taken away yeah i was confused i don't know i mean maybe it is let me tell you folks if you haven't watched it yet it's not a bombshell no it's not commercial worthy by any means like the build up i literally thought it was like oh my dad murdered seven people yeah like the way it was built up in the previews i thought like it was devastating i didn't want to be dwayne henderson anymore like i get that but like uh, yeah it was bad also a letdown, Zach cheated yeah. on his sixth grade girlfriend. I know, all of that. That's what I'm saying. The he previews, went to the Bolarama. Yeah, like the previews made kissed. you really think you were going to get something. He made out with another girl at the Bolarama. I mean. Have you been to a Bolarama? Well, does country club bowl <laughs> count? <laughs> I like that place. I know. Um, so no one gets a rose. Yeah, she's I She's not mean, ready. She's not ready. I could see this is huge. This is hometown dates this is like one step closer um and i think that all the guys on this date she has a really like firm connection with um 
or the most connection that I see, yeah, I think that they're like that's the the group, right? Zach, Brendan, um, Riley, which surprises me, but they seem to have a connection. Um, Ivan. Oh, Ivan, I love you too. I mean, Ivan. He's super sweet, but I feel like he's getting kind of left in the dust a little. Okay, so I think Ivan and her have the most in common background wise. Yes. I think her and Brendan have the best connection. Yes. I think that. Zach's going to always weasel his way in somehow. Well, so she says who's okay. So on Ellen again, um, Ellen was like, who's the, who's most likely to be the best husband. And she said, Zach C. And Ellen was like, Oh, did you just ruin the season? And Tasha had no answer. I think we're going to lose Noah. I think we're going to lose Riley. Yeah, I could see that. I just don't feel like the build up, like you said, like the build up didn't leave. Like, it, it, I don't. No, I, I completely could see that. On to the end of her night going to her casita. Oh, Lord. And Q Bennett. Sitting at her door. He has come back on the scene, back in the building to tell her how he feels and reiterate all of the things again. I mean, he must have still like, are they still quarantining on site? Yeah. Like because they're going to the tell all I don't. So this happens often. I'll just say, okay, this happens often where a person will get eliminated and they'll be like, no, I'm not done yet. Or but the next night. Sometimes yeah. it's always depends. Cause he was limited at least the night before, if not. Well, here was my thinking. Maybe they show him driving off because that's like for the effect. Yeah. But then they go to another part. Well, he's supposed to be quarantined. Right. Yeah. So he's still because on Because they have to quarantine for the men tell all. Yeah. Maybe. For sure. Maybe that's it. Maybe they're all still there somewhere. Well, and we're only, I mean, so Tasha got there. We're technically only at this point. Point, I think like two or three weeks in with yeah, her. Absolutely. Like they she hasn't been there long. Which confused so. me because Riley said they were celebrating their one week anniversary with boyfriend and girlfriend. I've, that was their first solo date when Got they, it. yeah. Because yeah, I was yeah. like, one week? Where are you been? Wait a minute. Yeah. Got it. That was a stretch, Riley. Yeah. Sorry. But sorry. that did look delicious. Um, so then it kind of ends. Bennett professes her love. She needs to think about it. She needs to ask the other men. He just needs to go. I don't think he's gonna stay. I mean, really. I think we're going to lose Riley. I think we're going to lose Noah. And I think we're going to lose Bennett again. <laughs> I think we need to lose Bennett again. You're going to be... I mean, it's just... It's over, Bennett. It's time. You know, you you gave it a shot. You're... You know. Yeah. It's time. Go join Montel. Oh. R.I.P. Montel. <laughs> Montel. I think about him all the time. He never got a chance. <laughs> he had that pink suit on, though. He was killing... He was trying to kill it. I wanted to hear what he had to say. Um, are you ready for O.C.? We have three more God. shows to do. Jeez. Yeah. Um, so OC, we get into beginning of lockdown. We're in the beginning. We're in the middle of March at this point. Um, we've all been there because we're in California currently. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. We kind of see all of them going through their thing. Bronwyn's OCD and cleaning. Emily. I think Emily is like my favorite this episode. Absolutely. She's like, I need to take my kids somewhere and drop them off. Yeah. I need to like get away. They're going to have cereal for dinner. I want nothing to do with these. All they're, understandable <laughs> things. There's a five-year-old fist fight happening in my living room. Like, yeah. Um, That's typical. Sounds about right. Kelly gets on a plane and flies to New York. I hate her. <laughs> I'm sorry. I hate her. I just like... Like, really? Oh, I didn't know that this was the epicenter, and now I am stuck here. You left your kid? Yeah. 
You left, left your kid, kid. really? Uh, that was that was bad. Like Emily said, for a booty call. Yeah, I mean, she got two hot dogs, probably. Yeah, but one he, on the streets of New York. Not even that, but then you're in Times Square without masks, right? Just like oh here, look God. at this. Nobody's oh. here. We know it was. It's a global pandemic. Pandemic. Oh, and he should know better, Rick. You should know better. You're in the <laughs> thick of things. You should have told her. I just, as a mom, like the last thing that was on my mind was how to plan a trip and get away from my kid. Yeah. And this time where you know you could possibly be stuck there wherever you go and they need you. She's with her dad. Her, oh, her terrible her, deadbeat her dad deadbeat that you're dad talking that about all the time. Yeah. He's obviously not that much of a deadbeat if you left him. So Bronwyn lashes out. She actually got physical with Sean and it's not the first. That was kind of like shocking to me. I did not see that coming, but she hits him. Well, I drunk, I could totally see it. Yeah. But sober, I was very surprised to hear that she's that frustrated. She's that, getting a lot of backlash online. Uh, like, yeah. A lot. I mean, it is that's abuse. Yeah. I, the whole thing, I, you know, I'm all for people living their truth and being your authentic self, but this whole thing is just very, you have to pick one lane. So you're focusing on your sobriety or you're focusing on, you know, finally coming out, but then also focusing on your open marriage. And then you post a Christmas card picture and two of your kids are missing. Like, Oh, I didn't see that. Yeah. Which ones? The older, two the ones with girls. lice, <laughs> No, the older two girls. Oh, well her and Rowan aren't speaking. Right. But it's like, what are you focusing on? What, yeah. Like what's more important here? Because I'm all for living your, your truth. truth. Yeah. But you have too many things going on at the moment. Like your sobriety is what you're supposed to be focused on. And in your first year, that's all you're supposed to be focused on. Yeah. So now you all of a sudden have a girlfriend and a husband. Well, she's 40. She's not even at this point. She's like 40 days in. Yeah. Yeah. It's just a lot. I, I, and, and then to come out and say like you hit him and be just very like, you know, just flippant about it. Yeah. Nonchalant. Yeah. yeah it was just like, Whoa, Whoa. Like this is not the first time I've did this before this happened. And it's like, what? Yeah. Well, Shannon and John also had a fight. So John's son wanted to quarantine with them, but he also wanted to live his life. Mm. Not in Shannon Medora's house. Well, then we find out later. I mean, we'll get into this, but Shannon's daughters snuck out. <laughs> right, right. So it wasn't just John's son. No. But John left for a few days and then John came back. So like now we're not quarantining. Right. And what was crazy to me is that she was upset that John left with his son, but that's his son. So if you're telling a son to leave, what did you think was going to happen? Well, you know, if Gina's going to be the voice of reason, we're all in trouble. I, Gina's <laughs> the only one that makes sense to yeah. me. <laughs> so we fast forward to May. Um, so the, the March where it was all on their iPhones, whatnot. Now they're kind of back into filming. We see Shannon versus Tamara again. Shannon says that Tamara's jealous that... Uh, or Tamara's jealous that Shannon's on the show and she's not, and she turned down the offer of the episodes, whatever. <sighs> Bronwyn's annoyed by Elizabeth. I feel like everyone's just getting on everyone's nerves. They all think that Elizabeth is full of shit, which, I, yes, her story's not adding up, and I think that they're just looking for what's true. Sure. And she's not giving them things. Well, and it's one thing to like have a story and have a lie or have a different story, but she has like seven stories. Yeah. It's a lot. I mean, there's a couple of things I would like to unpack here. Mm -hmm. First, just briefly touching on, um, and I actually was 
noticing a couple blogs today that kind of had different sentiments about um, the reactions uh, with the George Floyd and mm-hmm. with the marching. Mm-hmm. Um, I didn't feel like when Gina and Giselle were having their conversation, I didn't feel it was ingenuine. I didn't get a vibe from her. Like she was just doing it, but some people do. Some people feel like. I will tell you, it felt weird. Mm-hmm. It felt out of place. Mm-hmm. And it said Giselle. Mm-hmm. Gina's, Gina's friend, friend. Right. which was weird. Like, if you're watching OC, most likely you're watching Potomac, most right. likely you know what's going on, right? It, it just felt like, I think it should have been a group of housewives, maybe. Yeah. And like, hey, we're going to like, how are you guys handling this? Right. How are, like, I, it, I, I think it needed it, more context. Totally. More context. Because I will say that I had numerous conversations during this time of quarantine with a lot of my friends that aren't persons of color that wanted to know how I felt, Mm -hmm. but also what they could do or, you know, just kind of be able to be a sounding board or say like, maybe I'm not seeing this or I don't agree with this and have those honest conversations. And that, if that's what was going on, then that should have been like, it should have been clear. Yeah. I think it was just weird because it was Giselle. And so everyone was like, it felt like the producer was like, hey, let's get Giselle on the phone. Right. You'll have a black woman that you can bounce things off right. of. And like maybe they really are friends. Who knows? Well, and I know that they have been doing um for quite some time during this time, they had been doing different segments on Bravo with like Giselle and Candy. Yeah. Or, you know, and, and, and Bronwyn was and, there. Yes, yeah, yeah, yeah. And addressing these things. But yeah, I just and then even seeing like Bronwyn marching with her family and all those things, like it's all wonderful things, but what are we continuing to do? I feel like. I mean, that's in resonate with me because Orange County is the most Republican county Absolutely. in California. Right? Absolutely. So, yes. I mean, they have Republican representatives. Like everything Orange County Absolutely. does is Republican. Yes. So I did feel like Bronwyn's mm-hmm. path was just like yes. it made sense to me. Like, it was like okay, yes, Orange County is a hotbed of Republicans. Yes. So that did resonate. In that sense. Yes. So, I mean, that for me, um, I wanted to touch on that briefly. Um, But going into the Elizabeth topic, I feel like, um, you know, bravo to her. They resolved this whole issue um, and were able to get this divorce, like, locked up. And so now we don't have to hear about that anymore. Is she going to tell us about the settlement? Right. So she keeps (laughs) saying now she can tell her truth and live her truth. Yeah. So what does that mean is... For me, the next thing, like now she wants to plan this trip so everybody can get to know her and really her, the authentic her. Yeah. What does that mean? That's my question. I don't know. You know what I mean? Like she got so, the white Ferrari, so the settlement, yeah. the settlement works. Yeah. I mean, like, what does that mean for you? Like Elizabeth, yeah. what does that mean to you? Does that mean you're going to finally like spill beans or you're just going to say, Hey, I couldn't talk about this. So I was just trying to give you something. I'm not really yeah. having sex with Jimmy. I don't even really like Jimmy. Uh, surprise. Jimmy's just my friend. We I had don't sex know. one time, but yeah. we were together. Yeah. Like I mean, it's all so confusing. Well, I don't know. And then Elizabeth told everybody that Jimmy left Palm Springs because Shannon was belligerent. Right. But which double-edged sword, Shannon was belligerent, was. but I don't know if we don't we didn't see her right. yell at Jimmy. No, because the plan was he was always leaving early anyway. Yeah. Yeah. No, definitely. But, but I, I also think it's low blows for them to be digging into her personal affairs and her accounts and yeah. all of these things. Like, and then foreclosures. Yeah. Yes, and then like talking about <laughs> not it they, not they, well, Bronwyn. Bronwyn. And then of course, when Bronwyn did, I'm like, Emily, I got to yeah. figure this out. Let me take a look. Emily's like, I'm a lawyer. I can look at those documents. Yes. 
Um, I think that this goes back. I said, I said this on the first episode of OC is that I don't actually believe this group is a group of friends. No, absolutely not. So I think that like a pandemic just further separated them. And like, you get more of the, she said, she said, right. So like we see Bronwyn and Shannon talking shit. And then we see Gina and Elizabeth trying to clear up shit. Like it's just like a constant agreed and it's lies and gossip and like digging and like, Everyone's just doing what they want to do because like they don't actually care about people. Whereas you see like Salt Lake City or Potomac, they actually want to like resolve things at the end of the day to get to a better place. Completely agree. Um, Did you see Jacob on his school Zoom? I did. What? I don't. (laughs) I'm all about his journey and drag and everything like that. Absolutely. But school, it's school. That was a lot. Because here's the thing. It's drag. (laughs) It's not, tra- you're not trans. No, and you're, you're not, not ad- identifying as a woman. So what made you wake up and say, I'm going to go to school in drag? She goes, I need to use the computer. And he turns around, he's like, I'm busy. <laughs> it, was, it, was, it was definitely hilarious. He moment. looked like he belonged in Chu Wong Fu <laughs> with like Wesley Snipes and Patrick Swayze. Yes, yes, yes. And he like turns around with like giant headphones on, wig, full makeup, sparkly dress. Like, oh. I'm using the computer. I told you to use it earlier. I'm busy. Yeah. Like, you were on camera also. <laughs> it was. It was. I, I, I had to, like, think about that for a moment. Like, what? Uh, so. Live your life, Jacob. Live your life. We end the episode with Shannon on FaceTime with Kelly, of all people. Yeah. Which felt weird to me. Like, well, that's who she called. Yeah, because Tamara's so not has, a friend anymore. She's she has no established friends. now. Tamara's out. So, but Tamara's out. Vicky's out. Yeah. So she better. Who stay do you on, have? She better stay on the good foot with Kelly. Weird. Um, so Shannon's kids snuck out, and Adeline—I don't know—one of them, Sophie, yeah. Sophie mm-hmm. tested positive for coronavirus. Shannon kept testing negative, but it could be a false positive for Sophie. It could be a false negative for Shannon. No one yes. knows. Yeah. And Kelly actually looked like horrified like Kelly yeah. was like, oh shit this well, because is, she's been going on, and on like yeah. acting like it's not a big deal and now here it is and she knows shannon's compromised and that could be very serious yeah um so next week we see that elizabeth has a girl's trip to lake arrowhead mm-hmm. um based on social media based on the rumors shannon is not able to go right because she does test positive eventually right. yes um which Oh, I think it's just a common cold. No, we're in the middle of a pandemic and your daughter has a cold. Like, it's coronavirus. Absolutely. Anything else on OC? No, I'm trying to hang on with it. I'm trying to see it through. Okay. You want SLC or you want the challenge? Let's knock out SLC real quick. Okay. So we pick back up at at this Met Gala restaurant. This is like... I don't... (laughs) This this luncheon is just not. At that point, it's like let's just get this food on the table and quiet everybody's mouth and be done. <laughs> so, Jen is still trying to explain herself. We pick up exactly where like we left yes, off. Jen's trying to yes. explain herself. Heather is backing her. Lisa's backing her. Whitney is staying out of it for the time being. I'm going to get to my favorite line. Mm-hmm. Um, Meredith. Took her apology and kind of just went silent. Mm -hmm. Mary, okay, so Mary said, don't curse, don't get ghetto, because Jen was getting a little bit over the top. Which, why would that be ghetto? Like, nothing about her was ghetto. 
in her Chanel getup, like what? <laughs> With her fur, right? Okay, so you're taking Jen's side. I felt like, well, I felt like break I understood. It down. Break she, it down. Here's the thing. I felt like what she was saying was valid. You asked her how she felt to expose her truth and why she does these things. Yeah. So she was explaining these things. And after she explained it, she addressed Meredith and apologized because it pertained exactly to her behavior to Meredith, what she was saying, because that's how she acted to her. Mary's reaction <laughs> so quickly and then was like, well, I didn't want to hear anything and I don't want to talk and this and this and this. And then it was like, well, you forgot. You said nobody say anything. Let everybody finish talking. Yeah. But then you started talking and then told her you could leave, which you wanted to tell her <laughs> from the beginning because yeah. you didn't even want her to come. Okay. So I feel like Jen, I'm going to take Mary's side. Go for it. But I'm going to give a disclaimer. So I think Jen is just ridiculously over the top. Absolutely. <laughs> However, I think that Mary doesn't realize, I think I counted 12 different facial expressions in a matter of minutes of like eyes and mouth it was irritating and head. Me just, <laughs> yeah. It was irritating me just watching her eyes. However, I feel like I don't buy Jen's lack of compassion for like how she treats other people. Mm-hmm. And I think she's so used to having the Shaw squad. She's so used to having yes people that now that Mary's not a yes person to her and Meredith's not a yes person to her, they aren't abiding by Jen's perceived rules. I mean, yes and no. I think yes. I agree. Jen gets her way But all I the time. also think that she's got such a deeper issue with Mary Yes. That it doesn't matter. I think both of them are in a place where you could have a million conversations. <laughs> it doesn't matter. You don't like each other. It's not going to change. It's not going to change. So they're fighting. My girl Whitney chimes in. <laughs> she says, there's a beautiful book with my name on it. There's right. Louis Vuitton. And I just came for the pasta. And I like, <laughs> feel that. That's why that she's That pasta here. looked delicious. <laughs> um and then Mary goes after Heather, which also, wait, backing up. Is Whitney actually 30 or is she like 30s? I mean, they said 30 and she didn't correct it. I think she's like 30 years old, which is crazy because her husband's not 30 no, years old. Which means they got married at 20, which means that she was married to a Mormon prior to 20. Makes sense. Yeah. Uh, so her first marriage must not have lasted very long. No. Because she Probably. cheated with her. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so then Mary says that Heather's two-faced... The only thing Two Face was that dress Heather was wearing, but yeah, uh, right. I, I think that Heather was just trying to like not have a fight at the she table. She was just trying to diffuse it and then <laughs> like expose everybody's side so everybody could get calm. However, nobody could get calm because Walter, Walter, was so upset, is very upset right now. <laughs> and he was looking at them like, "Wait, what?" Also, How did I get in this shit. Why is the staff standing there? Because they were trying to serve them the pasta <laughs> with the cheese. Like, Walter is very upset right now. So Walter is like, I know Walter too. I know Arturo. Walter <laughs> is an internet superstar at this point. Just so Absolutely. everyone knows. Walter has achieved the same status as the man in New York who was drinking the martini when they were fighting at the table in oh, yes. Yes. Rhode yes. Island or wherever the hell they were. Yes. Connecticut or wherever. Yes. Um, 
every also every time I say Connecticut, there's it reminds me of when Erica met Dorit, and mm. Dorit's like, "Oh, you Americans!" Like you're from Connecticut. Right. <laughs> um, so I, Walter, I don't. He was just trying to serve his <laughs> meal. Like that whole thing escalated so quickly, and it's like here you are trying to have this elegant thing, and you're both <laughs> just crazy yelling, and then you lost me, Mary. So Mary says to Jen, you're a hoodlum. Yeah. And I mean, okay, I agree with Jen. The words hoodlum and the word, the word ghetto especially. Absolutely. I can't are handle. always linked to yes. low income minority families, right. right? Mostly black yes. and brown families. I don't think that Mary meant it that way. Mm. <laughs> I think that Mary... I would have believed you <laughs> if that didn't segue Wait. into another conversation. Okay, go for it. <laughs> if she did not make the comment, and oh, Mary, I am still waiting for you to correct this, to say when Jen dropped the bomb and said, Mary said, if she goes to 7-Eleven <laughs> and she sees black people in front of the 7-Eleven or in there, she won't go in. <laughs> what in God's She'll keep name? <laughs> right. And she didn't deny it. No. And then turned around and was like, now I have a thing with convenience stores and hospitals. She doesn't like that. You <laughs> should be ashamed of yourself. That is profiling. And what Jen was saying is so true. That could be her son in front of that store. That could be her husband in front of that store. For that sure. could be any of the people she's related to. And you're going to act like they're... And then you're throwing these words hoodlum and ghetto. It... Who... So are you, are you not African-American? Like what... What is well, scary so about We this? talked about this on episode one because there was a race issue yes. with Mary. I bother, I'm bothered yeah. by it. I'm Which, bothered. like, a lot of the internet is bothered. I I do take the side of Jen's... The way that Jen speaks to people is very erratic. Absolutely. And Jen is very bigger than life. She's very, like, out there. So I... In Mary's defense, I think Mary is more demure and more like Mary's been raised in this Mary life. Mary is of crazy like, as shit. <laughs> okay. Mary At least is her crazy wig was better. Her, her wig was better. At this and lunch. let me just say, I would be erratic with my words if you said something like that to me. Not you yeah. in specific. But if I had a friend for sure. who is also the only other person of color. I don't think they're friends. Table. Here's the thing. They They're are not, supposed to be no. friends. But if you're the only other person of color at the table, <laughs> we have kindred connection. And we are in this. It's okay when for them not that, to be friends. No, it is fine. <laughs> but when you do make these comments and call me hoodlum and ghetto and all of these demeaning things, and then I know you made this comment about black people at 7-Eleven, <laughs> we are never going to be friends. She keeps driving. Oh. What does Mary drive? I, I don't know, but <laughs> what, what do you... Mm-mm. Absolutely not. I was waiting for Lisa to say something about it because she goes there to get her big gulp. It's 44 ounce Diet Coke. Easy ice with 11. Absolutely. I love her, by the way. She was drinking a Diet Coke on Watch What Happens yeah. Live last night. Yeah. <laughs> um, That's my rant for the day. I'm are right. we done with the luncheon? Can we wrap up the luncheon? Yes. Yeah. I'm, I <laughs> not you. I'm just chest. saying can, I, like, no, no, in general. Because I had to get that off my chest. That was um, bothersome. So then we get to Heather. I think we have a new child star emerging in Heather's little ginger daughter. Love her. She was like, so I don't. So Heather's not Mormon. Well, she was, but because she divorced, 
But she's still, she can still go to church. So like Whitney she can't, can, but they Whitney don't, is not part of it at all. Because she, I mean, that was like the Cardinals. Thing. So Whitney's like disavowed, whatever. Right. But Heather is still allowed. But the daughter said they don't recognize us. God. They don't care if we're there, but you could still go. Well, and then her daughter has a boyfriend and they've been together for two years and you can't have long-term relationships. No. Yeah, all that stuff. Yeah, like the so, little girl said, sinners. This little ginger daughter <laughs> is just stealing the show. And so Heather's like, hey, if you guys want to go to church tomorrow, I'll go. If you don't want to go, I don't care. It's kind of like up to you. Uh, but we haven't been. And so the little, the little ginger, I don't know what her name was. I, I missed it. She was hilarious. But she was super cute. And she's like, I feel like we can't go back at this point. Like we haven't been in so long. And we go back now. They're like, what are you doing here? And she's like 12, like hilarious. Cracking me up. Um, sorry, Brooks. You're out. Oh, we got Brooks this new, out. we got this, we got this new it. little ginger girl. I'm over it. Um, really cute scene though with like, and then Mary actually said, or sorry, Heather said, she was like, Hey, like whatever we want financially, like, we're very well taken care of, which is funny because their house seems very modest compared to the Shaw Chalet compared sure. to like, it doesn't seem like she's I mean, living lavishly from a million dollar family when well, she said whatever. Who knows mean. what kind of money he's given her because she has that super successful med spa. So I just maybe feel like she chose a smaller home to put more into the business. Yeah. I mean, who knows? I mean, apparently from word on the street is like that business is very well known. Like she is, well known. Maybe she doesn't want to clean a big house. Well, which is funny. So I don't want to clean a big I house. I never watch what happens live, mm-hmm. but I watched it last night because it was Meredith. Mm-hmm. And it was right on after. Uh, I usually watch recordings, but I was like, oh, I'll watch it live. And Meredith and Lisa were on super cute, whatever. And Andy had some like very pointed questions. And he was like, who's the biggest, like, who's gotten the biggest head since the show? And they said, Heather's a nightmare. But then they asked them, like, whose side are you on, Mary or Jen? And they both said Mary. And they both said, like, Jen has some bad footage coming up. Got it. Okay. Which, like, I can see that happening. But it sounds like Heather and Jen are sort of thick as thieves. So I wonder if Uh, that all kind of played in. Oh, it'll be interesting to see. Well, I mean... I don't want to ruin anything, but Heather leaves with that dude at that party next. Oh, I know that is not wait. very. That's you can't crossover. go to church now. Yeah, and that's also a crossover because you got some Vanderpumpers on there. Who? Oh, Katie and yeah. and Lala. Lala, yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, which also there's drama about that because Katie said that Meredith or that Lisa's a nobody, but Lisa's like you were at my party, so how am I? What? Yeah, interesting. Yeah, interesting. Um, so then Meredith and Seth are in the car. It was actually like. I thought it was going to be a cute scene. I did too. And it I took a really quick turn down. <laughs> and he was like, Oh, let's live in Canton. And she's like, we're not living in Canton. He's like, how about Akron? And she's like, we're not living in Ohio. Like, I don't know why. And I don't. Well, here's the thing. First of all, he shouldn't have even started that conversation. Like enjoy the car ride, be yeah. together for five minutes before you start with that. Yeah. Cause you already knew she wasn't going for it. Like clearly. I just find it funny that like she's moved so much, but she's going to, put her foot down on this move also why are you moving back to ohio like you came from i don't yeah why are you moving again why did you move to utah in the first place for his business but now it's and then she opened her store and now she likes it and yeah. you know she wants to stay and now he's like no but ohio i'm sorry i don't think you're gonna open a boutique in ohio N- not in akron ohio no 
Sorry. Or Canton. I've never been, so I don't want to say. Like the Football Hall of Fame or something? There's yeah. Something there. I don't want to say bad things because I've never been there, but I just don't see it <laughs> being a place like Salt Lake where you open in Park City. Yeah. Where you have this fancy boutique. Like, I don't really know. I don't know. Or go to Dallas. I don't, like, I don't, yeah. I don't. No, we already have enough Dallas people. <laughs> we want to keep her here. Um, so we see Mary with her husband slash step grandfather. Oh she recaps her side of the story. Jen is at the same time recapping with Sharif, Coach Shaw. Um, I actually had a conversation with my friends this weekend about it seems like the money doesn't lead to Jen. I don't, there's something not right. Like the lifestyle they're living is well beyond. Mm-hmm a B-list college coach. Like, if he makes $2 million a year... I mean, she had a dress rehearsal for a frigging party. Yeah, I mean, I don't know. That's why I don't know if there was family money involved yeah. somewhere. Like, I don't know. But I've seen that before. Like, although when he picked her up from the party, he wasn't in a fancy car. It was a 1997 movie. Land Cruiser. What? I saw that thing. Yeah, so... He, he did have rims on it. It had 22s. Okay. All right, all right. Well, <laughs> I mean, I don't know. I don't know if there's... If she has sponsorships. I mean, who knows what's going on, but I mean, it's definitely a little fishy. These recaps to me just solidify, like they're just not meant to be friends and that's fine. Yeah. That's fine. Yeah. You're just not meant to be friends. And here's my thing. I think that at some point we're all going to get past <laughs> the fact that you're married to your grandpa, <laughs> but step grandpa. <laughs> However, you still can't force feed everybody to not think it's weird. It's yes. going to take a minute. I've never heard of this. Have you? No. <laughs> like, I, I need a second. I don't have a step-grandpa. Me neither. <laughs> so I can't marry him. I don't want to. I mean, I understand. And I appreciated her explaining it and saying, like, it was weird to her at first. Yeah. Because at least it makes some sense. Like, okay, it's good to know that you even felt some kind of way about this. So now we all don't feel bad. Because I'm not trying to judge your life. And if you're happy and you're still married, like, it must be going well. But it is strange. And she never said Grandpa M.F.R. She said Grandpa M.F.R. <laughs> <laughs> Loud as shit. Yeah, that was not appropriate. Um, we get some family time. We see Whitney and her family. Kind of, I, I liked this scene because we kind of got an insight. Like, there was two boys mm -hmm. and there was two kids. And then, like, there was two together. And they all kind of melded. And now they're divorced mm -hmm. and whatever. Very Kardashian manner. Uh, yeah, her brother is like obviously not her brother. He's her stepbrother. But like, wait, was it the brother? Wait, that's no. where I was. That's where I was confused. No. The brothers, the two brothers, were from the dad. No, the two brothers were from the mom. Yes. So isn't that her mom? Yes. So oh, sorry, it's her half, 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 okay. half. I was half like, brother. wait, I'm confused. You're right, half brother. Yes. So her dad had two kids. Her mom has two kids. And then they had they two got, They had two daughters. So right. she has a full sister. Yes. But then it. she has four halves. Got it. Yes. Okay. Two boys got and then it. a boy and a girl, I think. Yes. But her, her dad ultimately goes to sober living. I mean, it, it's a sweet moment. I don't... My problem is that, like, this is commandeering who she is. Like, this is her storyline, unfortunately. So we're like, we're not getting to see her. And at 30, like, I couldn't even imagine at 30 having to like support your father. Yeah. And pay for that. Do you know how expensive? Well, she said, treatment? she's like, this is it. Like I'm, yeah, I'm tapped out. But I mean, that, that's a good thing to show like, Hey, these are struggles. I have normal yeah. life things that go on. You know, yeah. I think that's good. Um, we see Li Lisa at Henry's eighth. <laughs> Henry birthday. is lit. Henry is like <laughs> in his Gucci track jacket. Right. Um, Doing the worm. 
I mean, at least for once, I was impressed that it was like a normal birthday party. Absolutely. We're at a bowling alley. Absolutely. There was chicken fingers. Aside from the Gucci track jacket. Yeah. But it was just like, it wasn't like, I'll never forget. What is it? Uh, Taylor on Beverly Hills with Kennedy and that like tea party. It was like ridiculous. I wanted that tea party for myself. So it was like nice to like, she's a party planner who just threw like a basic bowl. I mean, there was high end, I like, the cake, yes. obviously. Like there was high end features. Yeah. But, but I mean, like, there, it was an eight year old party. Yeah. They're bowling. They're being kids. Um, and she opens about, up about her marriage, and she's actually thrown her husband's Rolex out the car window. It landed in a snowbank, and she made him go back and find it. I mean, I think he was in a hurry to go back and find it. Um, Would you leave that out there? Can you just like buy a new? First one? First of all, you wouldn't have even <laughs> got it off my wrist. How did you, you get the Rolex? Off? Yeah. <laughs> um, and then again, family. We see Meredith with Seth. It was a uh, that was a terrible scene. It was sad. I almost felt like no, not almost. I'm not going to say that. I felt like when I watched that, that was a moment that should not have been filmed. They should have seen yeah. that they needed a moment because it was that. I mean, in 25 years, like that's that's not. Well, that and was, I think that like we don't have answers. No. Like there's no like oh he cheated or he's mean or like we don't have a reason. And I I, I wrote that down because I was like why. Like, the tension is so thick. Yes, and you see he's so emotional about it. Yeah. And she was just very stoic, but it was almost like, okay, are you already way checked out of this and on to the next? Because she was looked like she was just well, trying to... At the dinner last episode, it felt like it was her mm-hmm. fighting for it. Yes, but and now... And now it felt like it was him fighting for it. Yes. Like, I don't... So I think that this is hard. I think we're missing things in the middle. Yeah. And then we're just getting a scene like that. And it just was very heartbreaking. Yeah. Sad. And then I I really felt it when the dog followed him out the room. I was like, yes. oh, God, no, the dog wants to go with yes. him. Yeah, he jumped down and ran out the door. And I thought, oh, no. Uh, so Mary and Heather wrap up this episode. They have dinner. Heather wants to let Mary know that she is friends with both of them. She's not taking a side. She just wants everyone to be friends. Um, the waitress comes over and brings them sparkling water. And one of the most bizarre things has ever been said that I, I don't carbonation ruin. Mary says, Oh, I need still water because carbonation ruins your ovaries. Never heard of it. And why does she need her ovaries? Right. What are you doing? I mean, yeah, for women's health reasons, you should probably, you know, not, you don't want cancer, but there has never been anyone has ever said that, Carbonated water destroys your... I never heard this. Yeah. Never. I don't know where she got that. That was weird. I got to Google it. Um, yeah. What's What What was the... I didn't even see what was next for next week. The party. Sundance. Oh, Sundance. Yeah. 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 Because yeah. Lisa is the queen of Sundance. Absolutely. Her kids know. Sundance, there she's out. <sighs> um, anything else on... SLC? No. Salt Lake City? Do you um, want to visit yet? You're no, you're you're getting no. more into it now, it seems like then. Um, I'm trying. Okay. I was super turned off last night after that comment. It <laughs> just bothered me because, you know, I mean, that's kind of that perception is kind of what's a where, why huge, we're, yeah, yes, where we're why at, we are yeah. where we are. So it just really I mean, I know that it exists. I know that there that there are certain African Americans that feel certain kinds of ways and make certain comments, but I feel like it's even worse when we do it because it perpetuates it. Well, I wonder, like, just don't watch what happens live. I wonder what happens with Jen. Yeah, it'll be interesting to see what what comes. Is down the here. older son hers? I thought so. I thought they both were. Yeah, 
I don't know. They're just so far apart. It just, it didn't sound. Yeah. Um, are you ready for what I've been waiting for all year? Yes. The challenge. The new MTV challenge. Yes. Jake and I were, we've been waiting for this for quite some time. <laughs> this is our one show that we like to watch together. So getting away from Bravo, MTV has a challenge. It used to be like the Real World Road Rules challenge where mm-hmm. they would take all the house guests, whatever, the cast members. Mm-hmm. So now it's expanded to Big Brother and Survivor and Love Island and... UK people like it's got kind of like this whole array of competitors. It's actually yes. turned into like this ridiculous competition. Yes, it's like it's grueling. Yes. Um. So if you've never watched the challenge, get on it. It's on MTV Wednesdays at eight PM. Mm-hmm. Um. So this season is called Double Agents. They. So just to give you some preface, it starts with like a group competition. Usually the winners of that competition get to pick somebody to go into elimination. Then there's an elimination. There's deliberation. There's all this kind of stuff. They vote each other in. There's lots of like drama. There's lots of alliances. Um, and I think what's really good about this is the way that the challenges work. Like they could shift alliances at any moment. Like absolutely next week, someone could win. And like all of a sudden everyone's like, oh, hey, you won. Like, but you were just in the bottom last week. Like mm-hmm. there's no like hierarchy going through the season. Like it's always ever changing. Yes. Um, so they start off, we've got all the cast members. They have a girl's heat and a guy's heat. They go through, they have to grab this one piece of puzzle and then match their puzzle to that one piece. But mind you, there's 10 or 11 people Mm -hmm. fighting for that puzzle piece. Interesting. We get Nicole is helping Lolo. So weird. I like, you didn't even try. You automatically went to help her. To help Lolo. It was, I thought that was strange. Olympian Lolo Jones, which Absolutely. is like, this is a groundbreaking, I think, for the yes. show to get somebody of like her caliber. She was Absolutely. on Big Challengers Brother. versus that. And wasn't she on Big Brother Celebrity? Big Brother oh, I didn't watch that. Yes, yeah, she, she was, though. She I was. think you're correct. Yeah. Um, wasn't Candy on that? So I didn't watch yes. it. Yes. Kit, Candy. Yeah. Girl, bye. I mean, she was on Mass. Like, get over it. Hey. Um, gotta get them. Also, checked. you've got people who like are everyday Joes competing against a Frigging Olympian. Right. <laughs> um, so my favorite is Cam. So Cam actually oh. sees Nicole helping. And Nicole's a competitor, which is she funny. Is. She is. That she would sacrifice herself to help Lolo, which like, right. you don't know if Lolo's going to help you anyway. That's what it was weird to me. It was like, how did this come about? And you don't know what the outcome of this competition is going to be. So you sacrificing yourself yeah. could put you in the bottom automatically. Yeah, it was weird. Um, so Cam says, don't worry. My one brain is better than both of theirs. Um, Anissa, it was. Anissa won the girls' heat. You know, this is classic Anissa. She comes out strong. She wins. She shows, like, her. she puts her best foot forward. She, you, you believe in her. You're rooting for her. And always at the last second, something goes I'm wrong. shocked. Always happens. I don't know how she pulled out that win. Like, every time. Um, so we see the guys' heat. <laughs> They're all scrambling some guys I don't even know, but they're from like Love Island, mm-hmm, all that kind mm-hmm. of fun stuff. Um, CT pulls off somebody's shoe and throws it behind him. Yes. And hits, hits Wes. That was the best. And Wes is like, oh, I'm going to be a GIF. And, like, yeah. and, now, and then he like, falls was, on the ground. Yeah. I mean, it hit him hard. Like, it, it was did. a hard hit. I mean, it's CT. So, yeah. Um, so, Fessy wins. We get back to kind of like find out more. Like, they had a competition without knowing what. Yes. That's, was which is always the tone season. in yeah. the beginning. So, we find out they're going to be paired up. Yes. The best the best time gets to pick 
the first partner. Mm-hmm. And it turns out Anissa beat Fessy by a minute. Right. So Anissa gets to pick her pair and nobody wants to be paired with her. Mm-hmm. Like I said, classic every year because everybody knows she has her strong moments, but whenever it counts, it always I mean, it's kind of crazy that that one minute changed the entire trajectory of this entire season. Absolutely. Well, for now. So she picks Fessy, Tori, and Corey, which is an interesting pair. I, okay. Let's go through like who we like, who we don't like. Mm -hmm. I hate Tori. But I only hate her when Jordan's there, her fiance. They're no longer together. Oh. Yeah. (gasps) What? No longer. You're going to have to, I'm going to need you to slide into my DMs. (laughs) Wait, they were engaged. Absolutely. They are no longer. I didn't know that. This just, this was like a few weeks ago. Yeah. Oh, but so after the show. After this. So they're still engaged when she's on the show Probably during this. I mean, I don't know if something happened. He was supposed to be on the show, but then at the end, like, he wasn't picked. I don't know if something happened during the time of this show that contributed. But I do know that they both released statements. I mean, But I like her. I think she's a good competitor. I don't like her with him, but I like her in general. Yes. I feel like she let him manipulate her into being... He's condescending, and I feel like she manipulated. He manipulated her yeah. the last two seasons. I mean, into it's being classic of the couples. So it's yeah. always a thing with the couples on this show. But like Corey is a competitor, absolutely. So like they I think be, they're a strong. They team. could be badass. They're a yeah. strong team. Um, Teresa and Jay. Jay's not bad. Jay's he's strong. He, he's he eliminated scrappy. CG last yeah, year. he's scrappy, absolutely. and Teresa's scrappy. Yeah. I think that they. So it'll be interesting, but she has not competed since she's been a mom. So she's had two kids now, I think. Yeah, I mean. So it'll be interesting to see how that changes. Yeah. Um, Nani and Kyle. I can't with her. I like her. Those teeth on him. Oh, dear God. Okay, so if you, we should post it, but there's a previous photo of Kyle, hair without hair plugs, Uh, without cheek implants, without. Right. Like his facial hair is implants. Yeah. Like he is completely. Yeah. Yeah. No. Also, she's sort of a competitor. He's not a competitor at all. No, he's just tries to weasel his way. Um, and then Nicole, who I normally like, mm-hmm. with Devin, who I hate. I hate Devin. Ugh. Hate Devin. He's the worst. And Nicole's kind of irritating to me sometimes, but whatever. She's a good competitor. Yeah. Um, Wes, in true Wes fashion, finds like the best female yes. and he knew snags what he was doing. her up oh, yeah. immediately. He knew. Um, Natalie looks, yeah. I mean, did she win Survivor? It sounded like I think so. They called her a champ. The ultimate competitor on that show. Um, Darrell got Amber B. I love Darrell. I'm so glad he's back. I I love Darrell. Was Amber Big Brother? Who Amber M was the other one? Amber, I don't know. There's two Ambers, folks. Yes, Amber B is uh, Big Brother. brother, What season? I watch a lot of Big Brother. I watch all the like almost all the Big Brothers. I must. It must have been like the last one. Maybe not all stars, the one before all stars, the one before all stars. I did not watch. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. Um, Leo, who's a professional wrestler, Mm -hmm. and Gabby, who's from Love Love Island, Island. I think. Yeah, they're not gonna do that, they're not, but Jake's in love with her, so I hope she sticks around for a minute. So, did you see the preview of her making out with Fessy because Fessy called off his engagement to Haley before going on the show? And CT is separated from his wife. (gasps) I didn't know that. Mm -hmm. It's a lot going on. Um, Casey and Josh. I love Casey. I hate 
I would take Devin over Josh. Josh is the worst human I've ever met in my life. Josh is one of those people that you, I just sometimes want to throw things at the TV when he talks because his mouth bothers me and he bothers me. And then he starts crying. And then I'm going to dare you every time he cries to take a shot at me. I can't, like, he is, I I will die because that guy is the worst. I'm sorry. Okay. What? Wait. Josh and who? Isn't her name Casey? No. Oh, no, no, no. No, no. No, no, no. Cam. Cam my... It was Cam. Because Cam and Leroy, they yeah. all decided to switch. Sorry. My phone autocorrected. Right. Um, so Cam and Josh. I love Cam. I hate Josh. I don't love Cam. I think that Cam is taking my beloved Leroy downtown. <laughs> they live together in Houston. I know, but he's like, <laughs> now he's being all like, ugh. I mean, he's loved her forever. I think that. I just. When she pulled off. Okay, here's when I fell in love with her. I okay. didn't like her. And then, like, two or three seasons ago, they were in that really nice house, and she pulled off that trick where they voted somebody in, and mm-hmm. then she knew she had mm-hmm. the elimination votes to right. vote their ally. Like, yes. And she was like, I'm the smartest player. She, like, she's smart. But here's my whole thing. She plays the game. You got mad at CT because he wanted to weigh his options, and then therefore, like, yeah. he, because he didn't pick you, like, he had to pick you, so he's obligated to I mean, to he pick should have picked her. I would have picked her. I mean... But why? Also, what? I think Josh is going to destroy her game. Absolutely. He's a he's the worst. He's a loose cannon. He's the worst. Um, so then, so Cam and Leroy are a couple. Mm-hmm. They decided not to be partners, Smart, and they decided to partner up. Are yeah, always a target. They wanted to split up, so they actually found Josh and Casey, who are both Big Brother winners, mm-hmm. and they teamed up with them. Mm-hmm. Um, and then CT and Ashley, who like might be my favorite team ever. I love both of them. I love him. <laughs> I love him. I still haven't got over her whole bamboozle of hunter's money but. oh million dollars in her pocket like i i find it funny that like she keeps coming back like you've won twice what else are you gonna do what else are you gonna do not wear those contacts anywhere else but the challenge girl bye no, no. <laughs> um and then big t oh big t picks her <laughs> picks her <laughs> wait picks her partner joseph and then she goes yeah well i picked jacob and the producer's like that's not his name and she's like Jay and he's like oh, still not his name and she's like I oh. love Big T and then she called him like Jason she's yeah. like I'm just gonna call him I love her and she's like I came to compete I'm like girl you are like five one at ninety pounds yeah no who are you competing with she's hilarious um Lolo Jones and Nam they might be red- he is yeah ultimate huge master what is that I show? have no like, idea I don't even know what that is his arms were like Riley's arms like he's yeah. huge no this that's good and he's I, also giantly tall which is always always yes. Um, added thing yeah um nelson who i can't stand with I, amber m he's just i have an appreciation for him since his last season like come up of trying to help Corey win the money <sighs> for his kids so he sacrificed himself in the gauntlet but why are you still playing if you're not here to play for because yourself what else is he gonna do he this is he's his, gotta this pay is for those thing. veneers this is his shit. also they all like i would say like 90 yeah. of them had brand new veneers absolutely um, and then Mechie and Liv. Mechie was on. Are you the one? Oh yeah. And Is then Liv. Funny? I don't. I don't even know who these people are. Uh, she was on Shipwrecked. They didn't get a lot of screen time, so I imagine they're not going to be with us very long. No. Um, so the rules of the game are the group, the couple that wins. I'm sorry. The whole group selects a pair mm-hmm. besides the double agents. Mm-hmm. But they vote individually and anonymously, which is pretty insane because normally you have to vote with your pair. Right. So now, like, you don't have to be loyal. Which is why it's a double agent. Yeah. But 
if you go into elimination, you win a skull. If you win a skull, that gets you to the final. There's only 10 skulls. Right. So you could steal a skull. There's going to be a skull steal at yeah. some point. Um, Wes, in true Wes fashion, has an alliance with every dude in the oh, house. Wes. He never learns. Um, Casey wants to keep her BB alliance alive. Cam is gunning for CT because he didn't choose her, but also... See, but it's just like you're yeah. a baby tantrum. He doesn't have no to No one wants to get picked you. last for dodgeball, Demetria. Yeah, but also, like, so I have to pick you? But also, why didn't me? he pick her? I, because he wanted to weigh out his options. He doesn't have that relationship with her, so... I also think that, like, he's more of an undercover physical athlete, and she's more of a social political athlete, so, like... Definitely. Like, he, he doesn't want to play game. He didn't want to play her game. No. Exactly. No. Yeah. Um, and they also want to target anybody who's won before. Which is stupid. Which is Wes, Durrell, Ashley, CT, and someone else. Also, here's my thing. Can I get, can we, Anissa, they're going to th- cut you loose of course. the first chance they get. Every so you just, time. you just pissed off CT, Wes, and Natalie. Absolutely. You're an idiot. Like, I, this whole gameplay to me was like everybody shot a little too soon here. I why didn't she pick Darrell? Who would you have picked if you were Anissa's shoes? To be my partner? Mm-hmm. Mm, I would either have picked if I'm Anissa, I would have picked either Darrell because I know he's loyal to her because they've been friends a long time. Yeah, and he's won. Yes. So he knows what he's doing. So either him. But thinking how she's thinking, I know exactly why she picked Fessy because she's going to ride in his coattails. But it's I mean, not knowing the rules. Yeah, you would think I'm going to get myself. And he's going to cut. He's, he's going to win an elimination and cut her Absolutely. in two seconds. Absolutely. She probably shit herself the second that TJ said that. Um, so the double agents, their power they get is they get to see who voted for who, which is a game changer and nobody yeah. knows that because they no. didn't tell. Mm-hmm. Um, so the group votes for CT and Ashley because they're winners or whatever. Anissa then says they're going to go big. They vote for Wes and Natalie. It's a girl's elimination day. So they didn't tell us this. Right. They think everyone's so going at home. at that moment, you yeah. now know you all just shot yourself in the foot because these guys aren't going anywhere. Yeah. And you did this too quickly and now you've pissed people off. <laughs> You saw their faces. Well, and this is the thing is like, who said it? I think Wes was like, let's get through one week. Let's see all the rules and then Absolutely. let's play the game. Like, Absolutely. Nothing is ever as it seems. <laughs> um, So it's a girl's elimination. It's a ropes course where they got to move their ropes across. Natalie wins. She gets a skull. And then the major twist comes because the winner of the elimination gets to choose any partner not in the winning couple. So like, she just can't choose Fessy. Right. Yeah. And that's where this all gets. (sighs) Convoluted. Yeah. Because here's the thing. There's no loyalty because you don't need to be loyal. You can go in and be a killer competitor and win and cut your partner loose. Right. And now she sees, okay, so I see that people are gunning for Wes. I need to get out of this alliance. I can grab CT yeah. or I can do a switch, but either way, like this changes the game for everybody. Well, like if you're Nani and you're a competitor and Kyle's Absolutely. not, you could go in, Absolutely. you could beat. Right. And also yeah. <laughs> that 
this can be used because now people are going to win and want to break up some of these strong teams like Lolo and Nam. I think Joseph's going to cut Jacob. Joseph is going to cut Big T. And- He's still taking a nap. <laughs> <laughs> At the- so it's funny because like it seems like they're quarantined. Yes. There's like a club yes. and whatever, like everything Yeah, they, they built there. them like a little compound. Um, I mean, my money is on Lolo and Nam. I think they're going to ride low. Yeah. I think they're, I mean, did you see her get up that hill of Absolutely. rocks? Absolutely. Did bitch. you think she was going to go up any slower? So she's the world's fastest hurdler, hurdler yeah. ever. Yes. She still holds the record. No one's ever beat it. Right. Lolo Jones. Good for you, girl. Um, so that's where we're at. We're going to wrap up. It looks like a pretty good season. I'm ready for it. I'm I'm excited. It's kind of um, interesting because you have to play a group, you have to play a team game, a couple game, but you also have to play a solo game. There's a lot. Yeah. Uh, but again, let us know what you're watching. Follow us on Instagram. We're loving the DMs. We're loving the likes. Yes, please let us um, know. We posted a hilarious meme about one of my friends asking, she sent a oh, picture of Erica so and Tom. So and good. she said, is this the one who married her grandpa? I was yes. like, no, it wasn't. So but very, I mean, same. Yeah. Same I, I know we have a lot of shows going right now. Yeah. So if you guys have any suggestions or maybe something you're not as into or I mean, anything at all, let us up. know. Yes. I'm not really feeling OC or Atlanta. Yeah. And Dallas is coming. Dallas. I mean, Dallas is my number. Like yeah. I, I bow to Dallas. Yeah, it's coming. Stephanie, call me. She's I'm my girl. Ready. I'm ready. Um, thanks for listening. Yes, Five stars you. on Apple. Rate us, download, subscribe. Yes. Have a wonderful week. We're having a blast. Thanks, guys. Yes. Bye.